in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. Welcome to the program. This is Nick Krita, your host today. And I'm very happy to have you with us again. Today is the second part of uh, Jerry's story. Hi, Jerry. How are you? Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, very good. I'm very happy that you could uh, make it again to talk to you about your, um, you know, the second part of your uh, story. And just before we start, I would like to actually uh, mention that um, we are going to give some books to people who are listening. And if they give us a call, we'll be more than happy to do that. Would you like actually to share with our listeners what books do we have on uh, on offer for this month? Yes, uh, indeed. We have uh, two books. One is called The Desire of Aging uh, and the other is called The Great Controversy. And both books are written by the same author, mm. Ellen, Ellen G. White. And um, I can highly recommend them. They're, they're beautiful books. Yeah, the reason I would like you to say it because uh, last uh, week uh, uh, we heard about how uh, those books uh, made an impact in your uh, uh, experience, in your journey with Jesus. Yes, indeed. I, yeah. they, helped me, they helped me understand who Jesus uh, is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and how he can transform your life and, and give you the hope that the, the world doesn't offer you and the future. And uh, for me, I was searching for for real meaning in my life. And um, I was only young. I was only 25, mm-hmm. uh, 26. And it, ch- it turned my life around completely. And mm-hmm. it has done ever since. And it's given me the same purpose and the same vision that I was introduced to way back then and that's made a tremendous difference in my life that's great um, and uh, yeah we thank you to those people who rang already and we are organizing now to deliver uh, the books requested uh, Jerry before the time is um, going too fast you know <laughs> I would like to welcome you again and uh, please share with us um, furthermore how you experience God in your life I think I left off last time uh, saying that I, this is back in the 70s, in the late 70s, I was working as a flight steward with Qantas. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, not sure how much detail I gave there, but uh, on one of my flights, uh, I noticed a rather attractive young lady uh, in my section of the aircraft. And um, of course, I was quite a bit younger too. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, we got talking because she noticed that I had a in those days, you would wear the flags of the countries whose languages you spoke. So I had the German and the Dutch flag. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we got talking. And she was actually visiting Australia with a girlfriend and touring. So, yeah, I um, I managed to uh, strike up a conversation. Anyway, I gave her my address and the contact number. She... Um, made contact with me two weeks later because she was also on her way to New Zealand. And long story short, we spent some time together, uh, toured up and down the east coast of Australia, and I introduced her to the Opal Fields and showed her what I was doing there. And also to some of the people who I'd just actually recently met who um, had invited me to come along to the the prophecy seminars and the Bible studies. Mm. Anyway, she had to go back to Germany. She was only on a, a tourist visa, which we were able to extend. And um, 
in the time that she went back to Germany and I was left here, uh, I pursued the studies and, in fact, uh, in those in the next six months, I uh, became a baptised member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. So when I then met her again in Germany, mm. I had news. And so I spent probably about six or seven months uh, with her and was introduced, of course, to her parents. She came back with me. We got married in 1980. She didn't actually join the church, but she came to church with me from day one. And she, yeah, was quite interested in what the, what we were doing there and, and the books that we were reading and the studies we were doing. And it's interesting how, you know, God blesses uh, people and, and you know, people develop at different speeds, if you like. Mm. You have to be patient. And uh, she... She came along to church, and she actually started paying tithes from day one, even though she wasn't a baptized member of the church. And I can honestly say that from the very beginning, God opened doors for us and uh, made sure we were taken care of, because through family circumstances, we ended up in, in Europe again very soon after we got married, only intending to stay there for about probably half a year or so, and eventually staying there for eight, eight years before we then finally decided to come back to Australia. And in those years, we were members of the Adventist Church in a, a little town called Heerlen in the southern part of Holland in, in Limburg. And um, so it's just amazing how God guided us and, uh, and helped us with work and, and, uh, and blessed us in so many ways. Came back to Australia, uh, settled in South Australia, yeah, and we've been here ever since. So, and, I'm, and we're now members of the uh, church in Albinga, the uh, Square Central Church in Albinga. Okay. Yeah, that's great, and uh, I'm hap happy to hear uh, uh, about that. And uh, yeah, one day w we may just we may meet each other because we are not that far from e each other, you know. Yeah. And uh, while I interrupted here, I would like to actually. Um, say that we are going to organize a dinner for those people who are listening to the program and those people who are sharing on our program mm -hmm. uh, soon. And I would like to uh, tell our listeners if they would like to attend uh, that dinner which we are planning to give us a call on those numbers which we provide uh, during the program. Actually, while I'm saying this, I may just give the numbers again, in case if you if you miss the numbers at the beginning and the end of the program. Uh, my phone number is 0401-305-077. Also, you can write to yonkrita at yahoo.com. And that's I-O-N-C-R-E-T-A at yahoo.com. We like to hear from our listeners and also if they would like to share their story on this uh, station, would like to make it available. All right. And uh, where life uh, took you from there? I mean, together with the family, yeah, you settled in, uh, in South Australia. And how, how is uh, life uh, and Christian life uh, uh, developing with your family? Uh, yeah, very well, thank you. Um, perhaps I'll just backtrack a little bit because there's one... Well, I mean, everybody has the story uh, of how God stepped into their lives and has uh, done quite wonderful things, actually. And there's one particular episode that I thought you might find interesting, and that was when, see, before I uh, became a member of the church, when I was 21, I uh, did a year and a half in the, in the Dutch Army. 
uh, in Holland. And um, straight after it finished, I came back to Australia and I said goodbye to my mates that I've made in the army, some really good friends, and I lost contact with most of them. In fact, pretty soon, I, I guess it was only about a year or two, I'd, I'd sort of lost contact with all of them. And unbeknown to them, I was back in Europe in 1980. So this was uh, obviously four and a half years after I, I left the army. But I did tell them at the time when I had finished my stint in the army that I was going back to Australia. So as far as they were concerned, as far as they knew, I was in Australia. What happened, uh, Nick, Rick, was that um, I went over to Holland for family reasons and we settled in the southern part of Holland. And one day I was, this was during peak hour, a pedestrian traffic at a railway, busy railway station. They had this underpass and there would have been literally thousands of people. You know how people go both ways and you sort of brush shoulders with people. Mm. I was going through the underpass and, uh, and literally just bumped into somebody just ever so briefly, looked at him, he looked at me, and we kept walking. And it was only a few seconds later that I realised that um, this person resembled very much one of the people I'd been in the army with, although his hair was different. He he was actually from the, uh, the Dutch West Indies, from Suriname. Mm. And at the time, he he had a big uh, beard. Remember those Afro hair? Yes, yes. The styles that they used to have? When I bumped into him, he, he didn't have it anymore. His hair was really, really short. So that's why I didn't immediately recognise him. But the curiosity got the better of me. And I turned around and sort of struggled through the crowd and just noticed him going up a flight of steps with a lot of other people. So I went after him quickly, tapped him on the shoulder, and as he turned around, I, I just said, I spoke his name, I said, Kenneth? And he looked around and he looked at me and he said, Jerry? So that was... You know, interesting because as we started to talk and I told him what was happening, I said, you know, things have changed in my life. I've become a member of the uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church. Well, he'd never heard of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, but I invited him to come along to a prophecy seminar that the local church was running uh, in that town. Anyway, to cut a long story short, he came along and he kept coming along and he became a member of the church. Mm. He became a baptized member of the church. In fact, he became an elder in the church. And the girlfriend that he was seeing at the time, she also came along, and she also became a member of the church. That's so, great. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, how uh, when you have episodes like that, you can really see how God clearly must have had his hand in it. He, You know what I mean? He must oh, yes. have to me to meet my army buddy again hmm. and, and just share the news that I had. So, um, and I had a couple of stories like that where clearly God was um, guiding. And I think if you ask God to, to guide you and lead you to people who are searching, He will do that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because uh, in the first part uh, of your story, um, yeah, we learned that uh, somebody else uh, challenged you or shared with you, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. the good news. And now was your turn actually to uh, to do the same thing to others. And that's actually our uh, intention with uh, this program to share with people out there the good news of the gospel, to share our work with Jesus because it's nothing like uh, how to say it's not just a theory it's not just something like um, 
we just want to sell some stories. Now it's our own experience. And in the footsteps of Jesus is doing just that. And I'm so glad that so far we have uh, lots of good stories, you know, on, uh, on the program. Jerry, just while I stopped you here, I would like actually to have a short break and um, to play a song. Sure. Uh, today I chose something different. I chose a song, a Bible song, you know, yeah. from uh, Psalm 138. Let's listen to this. Uh, it's about, I will praise you with my whole heart.
Welcome back. That was a scripture song from Psalm 138. Hey, Jerry, what you can uh, tell us more about your walk with Jesus? You know, for me, as you were alluding to, it's not just a, a bunch of stories, really. It, it's very real when you, from first-hand experience, can testify that God has stepped into your life. And, um, and that's, I think, when it really becomes valuable because um, hearing it from other people is nice, mm. but having a personal experience I think is really essential because um, if I think of how I started, I had to have some tangible proof, if you like. Mm. And, uh, you know, the, the prophecies of Daniel and Revelation especially were mind-boggling. I thought that that is just so wonderful. I never knew it, but to find that there is a God in heaven who knows the end from the beginning, and to see how how beautifully it unfolds. Uh, by the way, there's, I'm just thinking of another series that, that people can look up on the internet, which mm-hmm. I would also highly recommend, and that is a series called Keepers of the Flame. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit dated now. I think it was made in 1989, but essentially it is still very, very watchable, very viewable, because it talks about the history of the Christian Church and what happened in the Middle Ages, and as we all know, um, I think most people would have heard of the uh, Reformation and then the Counter Reformation, and how God still leads people through throughout the history, and how God really wants to bring an end to all the sin and suffering that there is in the world. So He offers a beautiful hope, and we know that as we see the world crumbling apart, that. Jesus is just around the corner, really. We, we know that um, his promise is sure, and we could almost see him coming with that close. So we need to be aware of what the Bible says about the end time, because there are a lot of voices, a lot of people saying all kinds of things. Jesus himself warned that we uh, we have to be ready, and we have to be alert, and, and not to be confused, because we know that he's not the only one wants us to be informed because we know that um, we have an adversary as well, an enemy who wants us to be confused. So he has a a thousand ways of confusing us and the best way possibly is to pretend to be a Christian like a wolf in sheep's clothing and and spin something that is completely unbiblical or at least in part unbiblical Mm. and and could lead you down the wrong path. So we really have to be careful and if I, if I just quickly say also that, um, you know, some people want to have all the answers. If they want to have everything explained before they demonstrate any degree of faith. But um, I've learned over the years, and there's a beautiful verse in, in the Bible as well, it's in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 29, verse 29, I think it is, uh, where it says that the secret things belong to God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and our children forever, that we may do the works of the Lord. So, in other words, there will always be things about God that we can't understand. How can we, how can we understand everything about God? Yes. It's not possible. But we don't have to know and understand everything. But we need, we need to have that assurance that uh, God is with us. And uh, we're learning that every day. And if we are intentional to do that, God will reveal himself to us. Yes. And then, we'll, and then we will know what is essential to know. 
And as we accept that by faith, he guides you step by step into a deeper understanding of his character, his love, and his purpose. So, yeah, we, that's, and that's the process that you grow as a Christian. It doesn't, you don't get all the information on day one. You don't, you don't have a fully mature faith on day one, but God doesn't expect you to. I think all he expects is a willingness to have an open mind and to come and reason with him. And that's the invitation that we find in Isaiah, where God says, uh, you know, come and reason with me. Uh, God God wants us to have an intelligent understanding of who he is, and not just some, if you like, some airy-fairy concept. Hmm. God, God is real. God is real. And uh, if we want to have a, a clear picture of who God is, then really all we have to do is study the gospel, because Jesus perfectly reflected who God is in character and in purpose. So uh, I would I would strongly recommend rather than get sidetracked or perhaps tangled up in, in the writings of, of the apostles as, as good and as beautiful as they are, hmm. if people would focus primarily, uh, certainly in the begin, beginning stages of their walk, on the gospel, yes. Mark, Luke and John, they would find all that they need to get them started, if you like, and to establish a, a picture of Jesus in their mind. Because Jesus said, if you see me, you see the Father. And that's so true, isn't it? We know that um, Absolutely. Jesus is about healing people, giving them hope, and restoring them, restoring their dignity, giving them purpose, and, and showing them that uh, no matter who they are, no matter what they've done, they have great value in God's eyes. See, God sees people in a different way than we do. We, we, we judge people by, often by, you know, how famous they are, how much money they have, what they've achieved in life, how many titles they have behind their name. God doesn't look at people like that at all. Mm-hmm. You know, not at all. Um, in fact, as we know, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So you're, you're far better off not having any titles and just having a, a simple but strong and abiding trust and faith in God. Yes, and while you mentioned that, you know, uh, we can be sidetracked so easily in this world, you know, with uh, all the things which the world can offer. But as you mentioned before, uh, um, the true, the fear of God is the true wisdom, but uh, the wisdom of this world is foolishness. Now, not that we disregard, uh, you know, the teachings which are, you know, good for, for us, but what I'm trying to say is that if we focus our uh, attention on Jesus, then we will find answers in many aspects of our life. And that's my own experience, and I I can see that in your own experience, similar things, you know, just you treasure those uh, those things, you know, to know God, to follow Him, to serve Him, to share with other people what He has done for you. That's great. It is is, is wonderful, and it gives you such a, a purpose for life, and if you understand, or start to understand how precious you are mm. in God's eyes, and that He, you know, that, that, that the God of all creation, the King of the universe, died for each one of us individually, um, you know, and, and has opened up an eternity where we will live forever in His presence, and just, mm. just an eternal joy. It's wonderful, wonderful to contemplate. Yes. Yes, Jerry, time is flying, you know. Uh, we have um, only about uh, two more minutes. Uh, I would like you to 
have a message for our listeners, for something which you like them to think of. What would you say in this uh, couple of minutes left? Okay, I'll probably say something like, seize the day, seize the day. Carpe diem, as they say. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, today is, you often hear people say, today is the most important day of your life. Yesterday's gone, tomorrow, who knows? May never come. May never come. Mm. So, if you feel that God is speaking to you, or if you feel uh, something, you might not even be able to understand fully what is happening that you have a desire to want to know more, then open your heart. Come with an open mind. Don't don't come with preconceived ideas about who God is. But um, just, if you can, possibly get a hold of a copy of the Bible. Uh, I would recommend uh, probably the New King James because that's easier to read than the King James, although the King James is precious to me because that's the Bible I started with and I've still got it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, spend just a little bit of time every day if you can, uh, 15, 20 minutes, just open the Bible, one of the Gospels, read through perhaps a, a parable or just a chapter and, and reflect on it and hear God speaking to you. There's a message in every chapter of the Bible and it, it'll draw you nearer to God, for sure. Mm. And, uh, as I say, especially in the time in which we live, it, it really pays to be informed because... Um, we know that uh, the enemy, Satan, is, will, he has two, two ways of um, attacking people, to deceive them mm. and to destroy them. And if you can't persecute people outright, then he will deceive them. And deception basically means that you, you dress up something that makes it look like the real thing, but in fact it's not. Mm. So uh, he, he will come with his own brand of, even Christianity if you like, uh, but it's, if you look closely, the teachings and the doctrines can be quite corrupt, and we have to be so careful. Mm. Thank you very much, Jerry, for, um, again, for this time. Uh, are you going for work again tonight? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. standing up at uh, uh, 25-7. Have, have an easy one again. Have an easy shift. And um, I will catch up with you soon. Actually, you said that you may come in Adelaide for the region we have there. Yeah. And actually, I would like to invite people who are listening right now uh, to that event because it's going to be a new movie released at that time. It's about the movie. I think it's called uh, "Go Tell the World." It's a very good movie, brand new one. And uh, uh, if you like to come to see that movie, please contact us, and we'll okay. give you all the information about the times and uh, when. Uh, yeah, when you can come and see that, we'll have a lunch together there. Uh, and we'll enjoy watching also a movie while we have also a worship service in the morning. Mm. Hey, can I just say quickly, if anybody was thinking of coming along, yes, um, I would be absolutely delighted to, to meet them mm-hmm. to, the, to the program. And uh, it's always a pleasure to share your testimony because you know, the beauty of your personal testimony is that uh, nobody can deny that, and that's real. That's true. You know, you've got your own story, and... Uh, I, I think we honor God when we share what he has done for us. Yes. Yeah, very good. And please don't be shy and uh, contact us. Ring us uh, and uh, talk to us because we like to learn from you too. All the best, uh, Jerry, to you and your family. God bless you. And uh, I'm looking forward to meet you. Thanks for your kind words and God bless. Okay. All the best. I wish you God's blessings and uh, tune in.
next week. Until then, don't forget, keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus.